In this episode, I sit down with J.V. Baratan to talk about his book on dying optimism. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are talking about optimism. Now, it's no secret that being optimistic, having a positive point of view on the world around you and on your life is, quite frankly, the secret to happiness. They've actually done research on the fact that optimism for your future is what allows you to feel happy and content today. And so I'm really excited to be speaking with my next guest because he wrote a book on the topic of optimism. And so you really can't get much more perfect than that if you're trying to explore, well, what are the factors that lead to happiness? How do you create that in your own life. So without further ado, JV, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Appreciate you taking some time to be here today. Um, so let's, uh, let, let's start here. You call yourself an accidental author. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so I grew up in Southern India. Mm-hmm. I came here 21 years ago to study and pursue a corporate career. And I come from engineering background, and I never thought of myself a writer. <clears throat> but things happen in my life, and I fell into darkness, uh, almost hit a rock bottom. And I basically got out of that situation. Um, so that experience brought the, the writer author in me. I started writing a journal, and mm-hmm. then my journal, while I was going through all the suffering and pain, I started writing a journal every day, and that journal became my book. Got so it. that's how I became a, I never wanted to be an author. I just, right. it happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's why I call it myself an accident author. Yeah. So feel free to, um, to, to say no, but are you willing to unpack a little bit of what was going on at that point? Yeah, I'll say a little bit. I mean, it's a tricky question, but I'll, I'll try to answer the yeah. best um, because I want the uh, uh, users to read the book because when you read the book, you will experience much bigger than what I'm saying here. Yeah. So uh, with that, I will give whatever I... Yeah, please. So my life was just fine and I was, I was living... How long ago was this? Uh, this is uh, five, six years ago. Okay. Um, so I was living in, in a Boston and um, my life was fine, but... Um, I made a decision to do a, a thing in my life, wanted to change something. That one decision to change something got me into all kind of trouble. Mm. So basically I, uh, I lost my job, uh, I became bankrupt, I became homeless, mm-hmm. uh, I was even in jail. Um, everything happened all one time. So right. a ton of bricks just on right. me. And I, I was like, wow. And that's when I started asking questions is I am living a life that I really want to live? Mm-hmm. Is my life meaningful? And when you really think about it, life is meaningless, empty and meaningless. Yes. But when you find something, a meaning, a profound, which is bigger than you, then your life all of a sudden starts to make a lot of sense for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened to me. So yeah. that's when I realized this getting out of darkness really got me into the lightness that I am going in now. Um, so 
that, yeah. that, that's my book is all about the darkness. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And I love, um, what you just said, because I, I talk about this concept a lot on the show. I mean, it, regular listeners will know that a lot of what I try to do here is help people to adopt a different philosophy around life. So how do you think about your life and, and the world around you? And, um, one of the things that has worked really well for me is this concept that life is inherently meaningless. It's when you add meaning that it becomes valuable and meaningful to you. Exactly. And even when you add that meaning, that doesn't mean it's meaningful to other people, but it is meaningful to, to you. Um, there's something about that that gives you a sense of control, right? It's a, a sense of control of who you are and um, what your life is and where it'll go. So in that moment, when you are sort of in this dark place and choosing to write about it, were you reaching for control? Is that why you made the choice to journal? Or like, what triggered that decision to, okay, I need to write this down? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, honestly, I was really feeling depressed. Um, I was alone, even mm -hmm. though I felt like I had people in my life, but I've, a lot of people left me. My friends that I thought they were friends, they left me alone. Mm -hmm. um, so I was suffering big time and I didn't know how to communicate myself. So I expressed myself writing in journal every day. So it's, it was very therapeutic. So it just started for me to get my feelings out, put on a piece of paper, you know, dump everything in my head in a piece of paper, that really helped me to relieve myself from my stress. Mm -hmm. So it started as like a, a wedding, like venting it out kind of thing. Um, so that's how I started it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so how long were you um, journaling before it turned into something? Like how did the book actually happen? Yeah, so my, my immediate thing was just to write, express myself. Mm -hmm. That's my only goal. I was not thinking about writing this as a book. Right. So it was more than six, seven months, almost a year, I think. And then I was talking to my, one of my close friends, and he accidentally picked up my journal, and he started, I said, don't read it, that's my personal thing. <laughs> but, you know, he's your friend, what are you going to do? He, he read it, and then he said, you should write this as a book. Uh. That's when it clicked, and I, he said, you know what? I know that you started for, this is for you, your own therapeutic thing, but if you make it as a book, a lot of people will relate to this. People are suffering and somebody has to tell their story. Mm -hmm. Why don't you use, share your story and you can help a lot of people like that. So that's, that's when I started, start thinking yeah. about it as a book, yeah. So the book is called Undying Optimism. Right. Uh, published last September, you said? Correct, yes. Um, what's it been like since to, to finally have this thing that not only, it, it's a little different, right? So I, I published my book this January. And for me, um, it was this thing that's been in my head for a year and a half, two years that I've been working on for a year and a half, two years. And it's cool seeing it, oh, this is a real thing now, right? But for you, not only is it that, it's also the physical manifestation of this period of suffering that you went through. Like, what is that like? Yeah, no, it, it was just a big relief. Mm -hmm. uh, this big weight taken yeah. off my, my shoulder. Um, and I felt very, very much in freedom. Um, life started to flow in for me. Mm -hmm. So basically, I think that, you know, when you, have, when you have a past really bog you down, pull you down, when you get it out, be open and honest about it, be vulnerable, share your story, then all of a sudden you attract all mm -hmm. the great things in your life. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. And that's what's happening to me right now. That's what brought I me love here. That. Yeah. 
Let me tell you all about an amazing company called Evolution Eat. It's founded by a good friend of mine, Daniel. And what they do is they help regular people like me and you fundamentally, fundamentally change their relationship to food and take control of their health. Now, I love Evolution Eat because they aren't about dieting. You know how every now and then you try a diet, you put yourself under a ton of stress, you fall off, you jump back on, you fall off, and then you start all over again? Well, Evolution Eat is committed to changing that by helping you transform your eating and build a healthy lifestyle for the long term. Now, they are doing something special for Tiny Leaps listeners. If you head over right now to www.evolutioneat.com slash tiny leaps, that's www.evolutioneat.com slash tiny leaps, you'll get free access to their digital course where they'll take you step by step through the process of changing your eating forever. www.evolutioneat.com dot com slash tiny leaps. I think really what I, I love about your story is that it's representative of the regular person sort of getting a win almost, right? right. It, it's something that you never intended to happen, something that like you weren't necessarily out to create a book, out to change people's lives, out to impact others, but just through living your life and experiencing the things that you've experienced, you, you are able to do that. And something I always try to remind my listeners is that we are all capable of affecting so many more people than we realize. I mean, this show is, it, it's listened to in 170 plus countries, but it started in my living room in about five days for me having the idea with just... I'm really mad at this industry. Let me start something. Like that, that was the, the, awesome. the, the reason for it. So if you are listening to this right now, I just want to really push you to do whatever the thing is in your head. Like we are all regular people who are, are just sort of trying to add meaning to our life in, in the way that JV just mentioned. Um, so you mentioned that you were working on another book. Right. Tell me about that. And this is a little different because you're actually intending to write a book now. <laughs> right. That's right. This is definitely much different. I went through the process of writing my first book. Uh, that was a little bit difficult than I thought, but I did accomplish it, which is good. So yeah, now it's, it's tough. <laughs> it is not easy. You know? But this second book is going to much go faster because I learned a lot out of doing my first book. So the second book is all about, I don't have the title yet, mm-hmm. but it's going to be something along the lines of, you know, I, over the period of my book, uh, launched a lot of people reached out to me through emails and wherever I go, people recognize. Actually, on my way here, my Uber driver recognized me. Oh, really? So funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> that's care. amazing. Yeah, and a celebrity. That's one thing. But somebody, a common man. I'm a common man. Mm-hmm. Somebody recognizing you. Hey, you wrote a book. That's beautiful. That's the best thing I can have. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So the second book is all about. You know, I've been talking to a lot of people, and the one thing that I hear, keep hearing from people, is that. of the people, they have a job, but they're not really happy with their job. Mm -hmm. So this book is about how to be in a job or career where you're really happy expressing yourself fully, not going to office being different. In your real life, you are completely different. So you don't have to live a two life. You can live one life where you be able to express yourself every possible way you are, real you, the, Mm -hmm. the be you you are. 
And so this book is about making that transition or finding that career, a profession that helps you to fulfill your dreams and express fully. I love it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. So as the new book um, focuses very heavily on sort of creating that career shift in order to be more fulfilled and happy in your, your day-to-day life. And, and that's so incredibly valuable because we spend so much time in our jobs, right? Exactly. In our career. Absolutely. Um, the, the first book is titled Undying Optimism. How important do you think it is on a day-to-day basis to remain optimistic? Like what role in your mind does that play for, for each individual person. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, this goes back to my dark days. Like the only thing I had was my optimism and my son mm-hmm. and everything else, they took it away from me. Yeah. So without that optimism, I would never got out of my darkness. So we live in a crazy world, right? I mean, every time you put TV news, you all hear is negative things. So if you don't have positivity, you don't have a choice. You don't have a chance to live on this planet right now. So that's the only thing that will save you. So where um, would you say that during that period, the optimism came from your son? Like what was fueling? Yes. Because you, you find yourself in this dark, dark place. Like how do you keep yourself from just succumbing to it? Yeah, so... Like I said before, I found meaning. The meaning was my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell, tell you a little bit about my son. My Please. son has autism. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much you know about autism. It's a wide spectrum uh, thing, and every person in the spectrum is different. Mm-hmm. And my son is largely nonverbal, and he needs somebody to support him, probably lifelong. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make my life meaningful to my son, helping him, because he can't express himself, he can't communicate. So I found my meaning through my son, and he inspired me to be even more optimistic. So he gave me meaning to live my life. Mm-hmm. So if not for him, my optimism wouldn't be the way it is right now, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. for him, I have to make the world better for him. I have to make something different for him, mm-hmm. some, uh, making it not only for him, but, but the whole special needs community. So I'm, I started building a nonprofit for kids with autism to help them with more education, uh, better uh, social, emotional support, and job, mm-hmm. uh, because they're all discriminated at their workplace. Because they're very special, but they're very gifted in one right. particular niche. So I'm trying to find them jobs. That's my yeah. nonprofit. But to answer your question uh, precisely, um, it is my son. He gave me a lot of optimism. So it sounds like during this this dark place, which there's so many listeners right now going through a very dark place. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like you were able to connect with and find your why almost, right? Yes. Um, and there's something about, I, I don't have kids myself yet, but you hear this story a lot of people reconnecting with their kids as their why and and a big reason why this works is because you see them constantly, like right. you're around them. And, and right. so like finding your why, finding that meaning, that's not the important part. The important part is being reminded of it when things feel dark. It's being like, yeah, I, I can see like my kid and think, oh yeah, I want to do better for them. But then you walk outside and somebody punches you in the face and 
all of a sudden you're not necessarily thinking about your kid. It's the next time you see them that you get reminded of it. Um, so I love that not only did you connect with, with your son, you also, and I think this is probably, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, it's probably a big part of what allowed you to, to pull yourself out of this was starting a nonprofit that tried to solve the problem that your son faces. And it, it, it's just this constant connection to the why. You've built that why into a massive part of your career and a massive part of your life if you include the time spent with your son. Gotcha. Um, how would you recommend someone find that for themselves? Like, how do you find that meaning? How do you connect with that why? And, and then once you do find it, how do you build it into your life so that you're just constantly reminded and can stay optimistic as a result? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a huge challenge. Uh, everybody has a different why. So whatever I'm, I'm saying may not apply to everyone. Of course. Uh, but in my case, what I did was I started to ask questions to myself why I'm living my life. Mm -hmm. uh, what, would I, what would happen if I die tomorrow? <laughs> who will suffer most? <laughs> you know, who, will, who, will, who will gain? Or, you know, who will go through pain? And then the first thing came up to that question was my son because he doesn't have his own voice. Somebody has to speak for him, probably mm -hmm. lifelong. So if I am dead, I, I might well make something meaningful for him, something, create a legacy for him, create a, a platform for him mm -hmm. to survive even after my time. Guess what? I'm, I might die before him. He might live longer. Right. He will live, live longer. He's, he's my son, right? right. So, so you have to ask questions yourself. And again, everybody is a different why and everybody's on their own journey. Uh, so start to ask questions. Take time for yourself. You know, just when you wake up, think about why you're waking up. Waking up, are you happy? Then list the things that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. If you're upset, why are you upset? List the things that makes you upset. Try to do something about it. Whatever that may be, you know, perfection is not real. At least if you make progress with everything that you want to accomplish, that's that's perfect, perfect uh, thing itself. Yeah. So it really comes down to the individual asking questions about whether they're happy, what makes them happy. Uh, you know, if, if something's upsets, what upsets them, and try to work on them. That's how they find yeah. their why. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it almost sounds like you're you're saying. It, it comes down to in those moments. So uh, you, you wake up, you're upset, you wake up, you're happy, you wake up, you're, you're grateful, whatever it is. Like it, it comes down to being conscious of what's actually going on right. um, and what's causing it. And just in that consciousness and that clarity, you start to connect deeply with the ideas, connect deeply with the people around you. And, and that can help fuel the optimism you need to actually take the next step, right? Exactly. You captured it beautifully. I love that. Yeah. JV, yeah. so the book is called The Undying or Undying Optimism. It's on Amazon. It, it mm -hmm. has an e-copy. It also has a um, paperback. Mm -hmm. So they can... Is there a website that people can go to as well? It, it's called undyingoptimism.com. Undyingoptimism.com. Super easy to remember. Uh, and the links, as always, are in the description as well. I want to say thank you for taking some time to be here and for sharing your experience with the listeners. I find that episodes like this where it's just purely this is my experience of life, they end up helping the most people. So really thank you so much for, for being open and honest with everything that's been happening.
Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate all the questions. And be sure to check out UndyingOptimism.com, both for Undying Optimism, the book, but also for JV's second book, whenever that comes up with a title. Uh, I want to say thank you to you guys, listeners, for spending some time with us and for choosing yourself and for choosing to improve your life every single day. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are consuming this. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Yeah.